Hi everyone and welcome to episode 234 of Mighty White's podcast. I'm Jack, as always joined by Casey. Uh, once again, a bit short notice, I've literally set this up 10 minutes ago. We knew it was going to be today, but just loads of shit getting in the way. Uh, how's things, mate? Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Uh, that That is as good as it gets, really, to be honest. And not bad being as good as it gets pretty much sums up Leeds' 1-0 win over QPR. It was, and it's a long time, and you don't mind in the slightest, because I want to make it clear, you win, you win and get a clean sheet, it would be completely churlish to complain. But it was a very dull game of football, that. Yeah, uh, there's there's something about when you're playing a team lower down the league, you score inside the opening 10 minutes, and, and you instantly go, here we go, Let, let's go get... Four or five. Well, when you score that early goal, you think, oh, they're going to have to step out now and try and play. No. <laughs> no, no. Not even a little bit. It was a ballsy move by, uh, by Gareth Ains. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bold strategy, Connor. Let's see if it pays off. Yeah. Um, yeah Time-wasting I... from the third minute. Time-wasting an hour in when you're 1-0 down. <laughs> you, it's something you don't often see. I, I mean... <sighs> That, that it, it was it was tough in parts to watch was that game they were I found them to be very cynical in the transition um of just leads at leads are breaking forward nope grab a shirt have a little kick out something that just just stop it um time and time again just so so many free kicks around the halfway line. Yeah, was it uh, Sam Field that got the really cynical yellow card in the first half? Yeah. yeah that, just... that was the one when you looked to when you, you can't not book him. Because they, the they had another one of them in the second half that he somehow didn't get booked for, and I have no idea how. And I didn't actually see who it was. Everyone around me thought, I wonder if that was the same guy, and that's probably the reason why he got away with it. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, the... There's really not loads to talk about. We'll start with the goal itself. They just gave the ball away poorly to Jorginho, but uh, came inside with it. They never really put him under any pressure. Picked out a really good pass and some of a good touch, good finish. Yeah, really nice. Uh, really nice to see Brutero involved in a goal again. Um, and and. Like say, you kind of think the floodgates have opened here. You, it didn't take a lot to to get through them, um, and it was a, a tidy finish from Somerville as well. And it, like, you're just thinking that they surely have to get maybe get maybe get some get the wingers on the ball or something. No, should we knock it long to the big no? <laughs> do, you, do, you want, do you want to go for it? No. Yeah. That that finish from Somerville was good to see because when he's confident, he is a really good finisher. And that looked a bit more like it from him. He just there wasn't any he, he didn't seem to think about it at all. He just got it out of his feet and took it well. Um we were after basically after that it wasn't a very good game. But it was all us, to be fair. Like, I mean, there was um, another one where Rutte got in behind down the left and he pulled it back for Somerville. 
and eat it well, and it just smacked into Clark's altar. Yeah. Uh, in real time, I thought it had hit Pillow, actually, <laughs> from in the stadium, but it was Clark's altar, which was a decent block. Um, then for the rest of the half, it was just leads with the pressure, but not really creating much, and QPR doing nothing the other way. Uh, half time, they did sort of switch it ever so slightly. They did push an extra man in midfield and they pushed wider a bit and got a bit of room. And it made them look a bit more dangerous for about a minute and a half. And they didn't do it with it. Like it was just, it was poor. Um, there's so little to talk about in this game. It's unbelievable, actually. Second half, there were a couple of chances. Um, probably the best one was uh, Ruter made played a really good ball over top uh, with like a, quite an awkward body shape. So I don't, I'm not even sure how I arranged it, but Bamford got in behind, hit it low and hard, decent save by Begovic. Strauk hit one over from close range after a bit of a scru- scramble, but I hadn't seen that back. There, there was there was a lot of appeals that. It's been cleared. Um, obviously, as if they put it over their own crossbar, um, or whether it's sort of taken a, a touch on the way through, I don't know. But they, they seem to appeal for it quite vociferously. But because um, yeah, you were sort of there going. It was at the back post, and it seemed like a fairly easy finish, given Pascal Strauch's record this season mm. of uh, balls bouncing in the penalty area. It, it's sort of his forte at the moment. Um, but yeah, it was the, the the joys of watching on the red button are no replays whatsoever. Yeah. Well, so, as you know, with, with where we are in the East and Upper, you don't get on the screen, so you don't mm. see any of them. And they obviously didn't think that that Strout chance was big enough to include in the brief highlights. It probably is in like that 11 minute version, but I haven't had a chance yet. Um, that was pretty much all there. And then QPR had one chance, which was a long ball flicked on. In the ground at first, it looked like Melier was a bit slow to get off his line. And that if he got there, if he'd have sat off straight away, he could have just picked it up before the shot. But having seen it back, I think that might have been the angle we were on. And in the end, I'd say he got off his line well and sort of smothered it really well and made a good serve. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Elias Chair had a shot on target, which was, I think, their first shot that was on target. And that was about an hour in. I think I think they had three shots total. Well, they had one night at the end of the first half where they did play a really good ball up the line and get him in behind, but the shot went out for throwing. Uh, that it really there wasn't. If, much you, if you travelled for that game, yeah, I must. And, admit, I'm, and I'm assuming there wasn't many from the chance of uh, you must have come in a taxi. Yeah, there, there wasn't many, but I can't blame them expensive, they're shy, it's a long way, it's a weak night, and there's a train strike. Yeah. You know, fair, fair enough, I wouldn't have gone either. <laughs> I understand entirely why they didn't bother. Um, but Leeds were really under no pressure, and that became slightly more so in about the 92nd minute, which this is probably the only actual talking point out of the game. Well, I think there's two. One was Perot's shite. <laughs> <laughs> but Players have bad games. Farker said in his press conference, let's be honest, he didn't have his best day today. Mm. So he knew as well. So whatever. Um, yeah, long ball over top from Stroud. Bamford, who had been good since he came on, 
So it shrugs the defender off, beats Begovic to it. Begovic comes absolutely flying out. Legs all over the place, high. And Bamford, what I genuinely think happens is Bamford shits himself. Because he's been injured for basically two years. He sees this huge blow coming at him and he jumps out of the way and sort of falls over. And immediately puts his hands up. Like, he didn't touch me. I mean, I mean, I, I refer to this incident a lot of um, the Wayne Rooney penalty given away at Preston going, well, if he doesn't dive out of the way, the goalkeeper will foul him. Mm. Like, yeah, but but you did dive out of the way, didn't you? You did. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, again, sat, sat there watching it from, from, from the hard camera, one angle, it, it looks as if he's he's trip to it doesn't look like he's clattered him by any means but looks like he's he's caught him and fouled him uh, same for where we are in the ground because we were directly behind Bamford so, so you so watching... it, looked, it absolutely looked like he fouled him so you stood there watching thinking why is why is Begovic dragging this out hmm. you know what what is he on about and then you watch any replay and you go oh yeah <laughs> yeah he's he's unlucky there but the, the thing with it is Obviously, Begovic gets sent off. That has already been rescinded. They've done it earlier today. Once the ref gives the foul, even if Bamford says he didn't touch me, which by all accounts, it looks like he did say there was no contact to everyone. Yeah. Once he gives the foul, it is denial of a goal-scoring opportunity and he has to send him off. Like, (laughs) there's no way around it. Yeah. The, the, The... I think the replay I've seen sort of cuts cuts just as Bamford sort of turns around and puts two hands up. Yeah. So you never so you don't really see what he's what he's doing. But he did look somewhat apologetic as he turned around. Um you know, I, I, I suppose that if you're trying to be as generous as possible to him, yeah, you can't you're kind of thinking He's trying to avoid contact, having just come back from another injury. And he'd uh, already been absolutely crunched once over on the touchline, hadn't he? Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, if, there, if there's no contact with it, I think, honestly, you can make an argument that that is still a foul. But you wouldn't want it given against you. No. <laughs> um, unfortunately... I suppose for where the game was, ultimately it's had no impact other than the joy of seeing an outfield player going goal and being and also, never hitting the target and, once. And also, and I sat there, and the first thing I said was, "This is hitting the wall." Oh, well, but it did. Obviously, KC, you weren't at this game, but I was sat there with of this parish, Connie and my dad, who both said, this is hitting the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Such is the confidence in Patrick Bamford. Well, he's, uh... he's not a set piece again. I mean, admittedly, when we had that on the edge of the box, I was looking around the team going, we ain't got one here. Yeah, I was, I was <laughs> sort of looking around going, oh, Dan James, he's a set piece taker now. Corners seems to be able to take an all right corner, but yeah, I, d- I did sort of look around and, and think, God, who does take this? I was looking around and thinking, genuinely, Archie Gray, 
<laughs> yeah, I'll... it's um, yeah. The, the 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 big disappointment for me coming out of that game was in the final. I know it was meant to be six minutes, it ended up being longer. Uh, but in the final sort of eight nine minutes of that game, that we didn't get a shot on target against an outfield player in goal. Against ten men, poor team with an outfield player in goal. Yep. And I know that you don't want to overcommit because if you get caught and concede a stupid goal, which would be very Leeds United. Jack, who who came on just after their goalkeeper got sent off? Just after. I mean, Ch- Charlie Cresswell did right at the end, but weirdly, it was about nine minutes later. It's just that was so. No, sorry, yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, Charlie Cresswell uh, entered the fray as, as we looked to solidify this one nil win, and there's. And then we had a corner. And I'm looking going, look, I know, but get the big men in the box, yeah? Come on. Now they, Play the game. He was very... We were... I think it's one of them. If we'd have ever got a second, they might have kicked into gear and really got going. But I don't think we ever got out of first gear in this game. No. And I don't I, think we did either. It was just a bad game of football. I, it, was, it was a game lacking in quality in all areas of the field. Yeah. Like I think um, um things to talk about were Jaden Anthony got his first start and I thought he had a decent game. He he kept he kept running at people. He, he was sort of doing the right sort of things even if it didn't always work. And it sounds like he's uh, picked up a bit of an injury though so he's a little bit of a doubt for tomorrow. Um I thought Ampadu was good. Ampadu was good again. I thought Strauch was really was really good, and I thought Rutter was good again. And Somerville yeah, uh, was good first half and really quiet in the second half. I want all shocked when he got subbed. Yeah, it's quite nice seeing um, Pascal Strauch kind of get some of the attention at the moment. I know Phil Hayes kind of done a the, the focus on him in, in in an article as kind of our our, our centre back of choice. That's that's kind of leading out. And it, and it is quite nice seeing him get on the ball and, and, and carrying it out um, as often as he does. Uh, so, Joe, to be honest, I think in that game, one of the things I took away from that was I was watching Joe Roden going, he's quicker than I thought he was. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't It was this game. His first game was coming on late against Birmingham, so it's whoever we played after that. Was that Ipswich, maybe? I can't remember. But there was a game where... The, a similar thing happened. Someone got in behind him and looked like they were away. Hmm. And he just sprinted past them. And he did it again in this game. He is much quicker than you think. Yeah. Um, but again, I, I suppose obviously we did do the podcast um, before before the game. No, like there was no point. Me. None of us saw the Southampton game. We were all at the wedding. Yeah. <laughs> um, and one of the things I think you were always going to get you'd always get beaten with as a, as a manager is Cooper had a good game against Watford now there is there is always the argument that it, that Rodon is is a, a very good player in this team and, and is probably our best center back so should come back in but if, if he does, you're kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't. If, if Rodon comes in and, and we put in that performance, you, you can legitimately ask the question, well, why was Liam Cooper dropped having played well? Yeah. Um, you know, and, and straight away, obviously, you, you have that first goal in the in the opening couple of minutes with Cooper stepping out against Southampton. Um, and 
if you go by Twitter, that means he's responsible for the entire three nil defeat, uh, three one defeat. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but it, it, it's a tough one. But ultimately, I, I do understand just just going with. I think you know Rodon is our best defender. We should probably play him every game. Yeah, I mean, I, Ethan, I would... Ethan Ampadu is our best midfielder. Play him every game. Yeah, like we we did both say that like we expected Rodon to come back in. We were surprised that he didn't. In the end, my shout that I said I'd be tempted to do, but I probably wouldn't have the guts for Southampton. Where I said I might have dropped Pillow for it and play an extra midfielder in this game. Hmm. But it might be that we do that four times a season, like away at Leicester and a couple of others, maybe. But no, um, getting back, after you've got a bad result like Southampton, if you come back with a win and a clean sheet, even if it's not a good game, can't particularly complain with that. And it gets us uh, back in the playoffs, we're sixth, but it's too early to really worry about it because I believe we are level on points with 10th. Uh, yeah, we are, I've just checked. Uh, like, we're, yeah, sixth, but two points clear of Millwall in 14th. It's too early to worry about anything. And then you just look at Leicester and Ipswich. Yeah. They were off to flyers. Yeah, it's ridiculous how good Ipswich have been. Newly promoted newly promoted side, everyone fancied them for top six, and it seems like everyone was still underselling them. Yeah, I, I, I did see uh, I did see someone complaining yesterday about why we let Lee Davis go. Um because he's he's having a good time there, obviously. Um Given where we were in the Premier League, I think it's one of those where you, you you you're trying to think, going, yes, but in 2021 he wasn't the answer to our left back problem. Junior Furpo yeah. also wasn't the answer to our left back problem, but um, you know, it's I, th- I think I think the the resolution there there was Stuart Dallas might still be our best left back. Yeah, I remember because uh, when was old Liv Davis, everyone thought it was fair enough, but we everyone also assumed we were buying another left back, and we, <laughs> <laughs> and we didn't. We did not. Yeah. Um, so yeah, solid enough win uh, in terms of predictions. Everyone got two points except for KC. You went for a two-one loss, and why KC? Did you go for a two-one loss? Because uh, I thought we were playing Leicester for some reason. Um, <laughs> so. To be honest, I, I, I might stick with that for when we do play Leicester as well. Yeah. Yeah, he messaged me a couple of minutes before kickoff going, oh, I thought we were playing... For some reason, when I sent that, I thought we were playing Leicester. I cannot tell you why. I just got it in my head. And then Adam Pope was doing the team news. And I was shocked that we were playing QPR. When did they sign him? And him. And it all. <laughs> <laughs> Well, because the other thing was, as he was going through the team, he he, he made a couple of mistakes with the Leeds lineup. So he, he listed a couple of the players starting as also being on the bench. So I think he'd mentioned Ailing being on the bench and, and, and someone else. Mm. So then he and then he went the QPR team and I went, Jesus, Popey, you're having a bit of a stinker here this minute. Yeah. No, he, he then listed off all these QPR players. Oh, okay. <laughs> That shows me. If you ever needed a thing for just how busy me and Gezi have been lately, it's not just for 10 minutes notice to start a pod. We've clearly had a lot on. Um, so, yeah, uh, as KC will have it, we're playing, I'm guessing, what, Bristol Rovers tomorrow, is it? 
Ah, uh, it's that far. Grimsby. A Swansea. It's in the yeah. area, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Leeds, Bristol City. Um, just having a glance, they appear to be pretty consistent. 4 2 3 1. Nigel Pearson in charge. Yeah, they've, they've played some 4 3 3 as well, but it looks to be mo- mostly 4 2 3 1 recently. Um, uh, Farker did a pretty impassioned defence of Pirot at 10, Rutter at 9, which I didn't particularly need because, as I said, Pirot can't press, he can't be the 9. Um, uh, and a lot, some of it was that, some of it was about 12 minutes. It's well, it's worth listening to, it's more worth the proverbial yada listening to it hmm. because that's been the big complaint. Um, as I said, Anthony's in, uh, picked up an injury, so he might be struggling. Sam Byram struggling with just it being three games in seven days. Um, Shackleton was out on Wednesday with a shoulder problem, and he's still out for this one. So if Byram doesn't make it, we are very short at left back. Still very short at left back. Um... If, if there's no Byram... Who do you think plays at left back? Is um, Purpose still out and there's no Shackleton? Like, was Yelder even on the bench on Wednesday? I, honestly, I was I was trying to think whether we'd loaned him out at the last minute or uh, not. Um, yeah, he was. He wasn't on the bench. If it, if it's short term, potentially moves Strauk out there and brings Cooper back in. Yeah, I really like wouldn't want. I really I wouldn't want to move Stroud, but it's probably the most likely option, isn't it? Yeah, I, I mean, unfortunately, you're looking at the start of the season that Yelda's made, and, it, and it's you know if he is available, it, it, he's not looked great there. Um, God, we really should have signed a left back. Yeah, I mean, who who could have seen that being an issue? Um, yeah, I, I I think that I I still I know he didn't have a good start to the season, but I still like Yelda, so that's probably where I'd go. But I think it will be if if Byram's even seventy percent fit, he's going to play basically. But I think uh, I think it probably would end up being Strauch out there, unfortunately, because yeah, Con- Connor Ferguson in the twenty ones, and he's not ready. Yeah, I mean, unless you you adopt the Inverting fullback and have sort of ailing pushes up, and we go to a back three, and Liam Cooper is a, a non-offensive left back. Yeah, I mean, I have seen him play left back. I think once, twice, <laughs> maybe. He definitely I mean, played it. he played it for Leeds under twenty ones against Young Ajax that day where we played Young Ajax and then played the first team, and they both got hammered. Yeah. Um, it's it's very football manager thinking. I think at that point is is, yeah. is bringing Liam Cooper in because he is he is a centre back. I know he, he's I know he's he's not got a bad long pass on him, but um, there's a lot of work to be done for the fullbacks, and and Liam Cooper probably doesn't have that technical ability in the final third. And and when you compare that to Pascal Strout last season, who I think we'd say was 
fine at left back. Yeah. When when he was there. So yeah, if you came to be having to play Liam Cooper there, I think you'd be a touch concerned. Just put Dan James there. It'll be fine. I was I was just checking one thing because I thought he was, uh, and he is. Gruev has played at the back in his left foot. So Groove is at the back. I'm not going to hit the following note. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that's an opportunity as well, but we'll see. Um, as for Bristol City, I'm not even sure where they are, to be honest. Well, uh, they're 11th. 11th, one point behind us. Uh, sort of recently, they've won three of the last six, drawn one, lost two. But one that losses was to Leicester, which is fair enough. Uh, they won two one at Swansea, nil nil at West Brom, beat Plymouth four one, got beat at Leicester, lost three two at home to Stoke, which isn't a great one, and then they beat Rotherham uh, also Wednesday night, which was a like ninety fifth minute winner if I remember rightly. Um, they've got like they've still got Andy Ryman, who he feels like he must he should be about forty years old, but he's probably about thirty two. Um, they signed uh, that Jason Knight, you know, the young Irish attacking mid from uh, Derby. Yeah. Who was quite highly rated. They signed him, and he's meant to be quite good. Um, I And to be honest, I'm not really looking at much like they've got a few decent players dotted about. Like, they've signed that uh, Rob Dickey as well from QPR. He's meant to be pretty good. Um, but I'd, there's no one that I've seen in the squad that, like, massively jumps out at you. No, um, they've still got Naki Wells, and he's got previous against us. Yeah, I did see uh, Andy King is there. Uh, I didn't even realize he was there at 34. Oh, oh and th- they did sign that you know, that Hayden Roberts, who was the young center back at Brighton that we kept getting linked to, who was meant to be basically Ben White again, just not hmm. quite as good, and um, but maybe he'll come good. And just looking at this squad list. Like six sub appearances, not loads of minutes, but they do have a 17 year old forward called Ephraim Yaboa. And he's good because, <laughs> it is him, because I'm not having someone with that name isn't good. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm just having a look through Naki Wells 10 games, two goals. Um, so must still be playing. Andy Vyman is their captain now. Yeah. Uh, that Matty James in middle of midfield, I remember him. He was he was pretty good, not amazing, but he was a pretty good player from what I saw. Yeah, um, they've they've probably been in. I, 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 I suppose it's for my me being at the age I kind of came into into football and sports in the, the Bristol City. I think we swapped places with them when we got relegated to the championship was that they went up and they were in the championship for a little while and then briefly went down for a couple of years before going back up and they've, they've, so they've been in the championship a while now they've, um, I kind of feel like the team they, they had pre our promotion is, is kind of all uh, have all moved on as well yeah um, because I think they held on to quite a few players for for a fair while, had this fairly steady squad. Yeah, um, like, like Thomas Callis was there for ages and people like that. Yeah. 
Uh, Andy Vyman flies the flag. Um, do you think there'll be... Obviously, we've discussed the few possibilities at left-back if injuries happen. Uh, do you think oh, else will change? I mean, Jaden Anthony sounds like he's he's probably not going to be fit. So, you'd, what, Dan James, probably? Yeah, yeah, James and Somerville. Probably, yeah, I think it's probably still too early to be thinking about starting Bamford. Yeah. Um, you know, I think he probably needs really building up to that. Um, I mean, I could see him coming on getting a good half hour if if uh, if Daniel Farker decided to use his subs before the 70-minute mark. Yeah, I mean, he got he, he got half an hour in the last one, and not just because of the long... It would have... Not just the long uh, stoppage time. It was like 60 yeah. minutes on one it. Yeah, which is on the earlier side for Farker at the moment. Mm. Um... Again, I suppose he, he kind of sat out a couple, so you might. So Gray will probably stick in. Yeah, especially because it's it's international break, isn't it? After this, yeah. So I think I think he'll still play Gray. Um, maybe maybe Kamara does get on in that one because to be honest, watching the game, there was a bit of it where I was calling for Kamara to come on, just because the way that we were playing wasn't creating much, and I thought maybe. Putting Kamal in midfield and moving Gray further forward might have worked. Yeah. But he went with Bamford instead. I'll tell you what, that's one thing that I don't think worked in the game. When he brought Bamford on for Pirot, Rutter went to the right and some of them went to 10. And Rutter looked so much worse for being out wide because he was having to do a lot more. It, obviously, he does a lot of off the ball work in the middle, but he's just chasing round and harrying. When he was out wide, he sort of had to concentrate and mark properly. And that he didn't seem as good at. Hmm. So I, I would prefer to keep Rutter in the middle. Um, yeah, I can't see any... Uh, you know, this is, this means nothing with Leeds. You can obviously... We can lose to anyone. We know what we like. But I can't see anything on this list of... When I look for Bristol City squad, anything to be sort of fearful of. It's a uh, it's a very mediocre championship team, which is kind of where I think they've been the last few years. Yeah. Um. Again, the the championship being what it is, there there is every chance they get something from it. But but you'd be disappointed looking at that team if if they did. Yeah. Well, it looks like most of us are in agreement with that. I'll come to you last case, but I've had ones in from everyone. Uh, Alex has gone 2-1 Leeds. Connie's gone 2-0 Leeds. I have also gone 2-0 Leeds. Uh, I'm going to go 3-0 Leeds. Oh, we did. So you heard it here first. Get yourself on Bristol City or draw. <laughs> uh, it's pretty much nailed on if we all go for the win. Um, so that's almost everything. There's one last thing to, to talk about. Uh, by the way, the under-21s are playing later, if anyone's bothered about watching it. I is it is it televised? Uh, it it actually is because there's no Premier League game. Oh wow! Tonight. So they actually can show it. No, uh, they but, had to move the Premier League games to because there'll be that many people watching the under twenty ones. Yeah, but the one thing that I did, I have got it on the notes for earlier, and you said something that just segued into the QPR game, so I went straight into it. But Helder Costa has been released, mutual termination. He was still here. <laughs> so we should mention it 
he was a he was a pretty good player for a couple of years. He was he was a yeah he he I I think it's easy to to malign him a little bit because obviously I think he was the first for for where Leeds had been the first real big money signing. You know we were when he was at fifteen million. I know it was over over three well, it was years alone. It was a season-long loan and then permanent one yeah. to really spread it out. But, the, the, but what, was it him and Bamford that were they same summer? Uh, n- no, Helder Costa was second Bielsa season. If I remember Oh, right, got on. Oh, it's yeah, so long I, ago, I can barely remember. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that first championship season... There wasn't a lot you could say about Helder Costa. Like nothing would was playing a lot of sixes. Was fine, yeah. but nothing great. Would pop up with a goal every now and again. Um, but he started the Premier League season. He he started that quite well. Like looked pretty lively there. Got he got that goal against Fulham as well. In so that was the first game at Ellen Road, wasn't it? Back in the Prem. Yeah. In fact, did he get? No, he got two, didn't he? Yeah. So he, I think the, he, the other one was that Bamford pullback and he rifled one in. Yeah. So and he, he looked all right the, the first few weeks. And then, to be honest, it was more a case of it wasn't even down to him. It was Rafinha got to the fitness levels that Bielsa wanted him to. And, and that was that. And that was kind of that. Yeah. It was, <laughs> it was Rafinha on the right, Harrison on the left, because Harrison. Uh, much like me, was Bielsa's boy and Rafinha was Rafinha. Yeah. Um, um, it's a shame, really, that we couldn't find a buyer then. You know, they'd have paid like seven and a half million for him or whatever and just let him go, yeah, we lost a bit of money on him, but he did fine. It's frustrating that given where he's been on loan the last couple of years, that they neither, neither one of the oil-rich countries particularly wanted to spend money on it. Yeah. <laughs> Given given who they uh who they've been throwing money at in in recent times, but um yeah, it's, it's not someone I, I hold any ill will against. I I can't say I'll have lots of fond memories of Helder Costa, but I have no real negative opinions either. Do you think he's probably gets a slightly rough end at stake? Do you think he was he's probably slightly better than he got credit for for Leeds? I mean, Bielsa liked him, yeah. and and played him most weeks. And I like Bielsa, so <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, I suppose I suppose that's the thing is that the ones when we were done with him, no one really, no one. Serious, particularly wanted to take a, a a punt on him. Did he? Did he go to Spain that first? He went to Valencia, didn't he? But that sounded an awful lot like it was just a deal because you know the agents were mates with certain people. Hmm. Because uh, that's that's when Valencia were in all kinds of trouble, wasn't it? Yeah, and then um, then was it Qatar one year and Saudi Arabia the year after that? I think it was just Alite had. But yeah, I think I think it's just it was just Alite had. And oh, then okay. this and then this season. Yeah, he had one year Valencia, one year Alite had, and then obviously he hasn't 
gone anywhere this one. So I'm I'm hoping that if they've sorted a mutual deal, it's because he's been willing to do it a bit cheaper because he's found somewhere to sign. I mean, his like I imagine his wages will have been well, have been fairly high out of it. Yeah, because he obviously was coming joined us from Wolves, was was taking a step down from the Premier League. Um, I know he'll have had the wage cut when when we got relegated, but but he'll have um, also had the wage rise when we went up. Yeah, and probably on a yearly wage rise while we're up there as well. Um, so yeah, it's probably someone we needed to get off the books. Um, it's the best for him. He's he's twenty nine years old. So if you know if he's if he's wanting to have one last decent run with a club, this this is the time you're going to do it. Um, yeah. yeah, like I say, I, I I don't see him pulling up any trees anywhere, but. At the same, you know, and I'm saying that now. There's every chance he ends up somewhere in the championship and scores the goal that puts us into the playoffs. That sees us not get promoted this season or something. But yeah, um, yeah, like it. I, I think the thing I found quite funny is that he he's been going in this whole time. Yeah, and, and I assume he's been doing and, just like footwork sessions, finishing sessions, and fitness, and he's yeah. just been doing it all on his own. Farquhar I think was quite nice about him as well, wasn't he? Like, oh no, he's very professional. This, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it did. with him, it what it's very odd because clearly he'd come back and and the conversation. I d- I don't know if Parker wanted to involve him, but it, it, it got sounded me... like we didn't want to involve him, and he didn't particularly want to be involved either. <laughs> it's like, yeah, like I, I like it doesn't sound like he refused to play. But I don't think he was also given the chance to refuse to play. I think <laughs> yeah. everyone just seemed quite happy to. Are you? Do you want to stay? Is like not really. It's like should should we just see what happens? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Um, I mean the 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 fact that he he never even got near like a, the league cup squad or anything like that. Yeah. Um. Bearing it, I mean, I know we're well stopped for wingers anyway, so it'd still be down the pecking order. But um, no, it's just been this funny thing that this whole time it was just like, and Helder Costa is still here. Yeah, he's 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 there. If you if you go at the time when all the other players aren't there, he'll be there. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, as a two good years and then nothing. But yeah, I'll, hopefully you get a club that's somewhere decent. I think he'll. Sign for someone like he's got Saudi second division written all over him. Yeah, Wait, have we got all else that we need to add, mate? Before we get away, no, I think, I think we've got it. Cool. Well, that will then do us for episode 234. We will be back after the game. Obviously, we've got an international break coming up, which is and which, and yeah, I did find myself thinking, what another one already? And then there's another one in like November, Fucking ridiculous. Yeah. But yeah, uh, that will do us for this episode. Hopefully we can get a win against Bristol City. I've been Jack, see ya. I'm in KC, have a good one. In a bit.